The media and enforcement bureaus are keeping administrative law judges busy during this renewal season. And REC is about to make sending work requests to us just a little bit easier. REC, FCC Today, BG Bradley. This is FCC Today, the podcast for March 21, 2022. Well, here we go. We're going to try to do this again. Some of you have been probably wondering what happened to the podcast and why did I disappear off the face of the earth for about a month where it comes to the podcast? And is this going to be a regular thing? And I'll tell you, I hope it isn't. There's just been a lot of things going on right now. The NCE window has kept me very busy. Systems development, including some I'll be talking about here on the podcast today, as well as other non-broadcast related things going on. These are the things that have been taking up a lot of my time right now. And by the time I can even sit down and even think about doing a podcast, it's already very late in the day going into the night. Right now, it's 6.50 in the evening as I record this. So yes, I'm already pretty late in getting this uh, going. So let's hope we can get through this. And let's hope that we can get back to a more periodic podcast schedule. With that, let's move forward. The FCC has issued another hearing designation order, which is the first step in the process to revoke a broadcast license. This time, it is against Arm and Rage LLC, licensee of WJBEAM, Powell, Tennessee. The inquiry stems from a 2016 felony conviction against Arm and Rage's sole member, Joseph Armstrong, who was found guilty in a jury trial for filing a false tax return. In 2007, Armstrong, an elected member of the Tennessee legislature, purchased cigarette tax stamps, sold them at a profit of approximately $330,000 following the legislature's increase of the state's cigarette tax, but did not include the profit on his 2008 individual income tax return. In 2017, Armstrong was sentenced to three years probation, including six months house arrest, restitution, fines, and community service. The conviction brings into question whether Armstrong has the character qualifications to remain a commission licensee. This includes considering any felony as well as any fraudulent representations to another government unit, in this case, the IRS. The FCC further needs to consider whether the applicants admitted failures to maintain their public file and file ownership reports can also have a bearing on the outcome. WJBE's renewal application will remain pending through this hearing, and even if Armstrong prevails, the issues related to the public file and ownership reports still needs to be evaluated before the renewal can be granted. In February, the FCC issued a hearing designation order for the renewal application for the Marion Education Exchange, licensee of WWGHLP, Marion, Ohio, which relates to statements made to the FCC in respect to board members and whether statements made by the licensee resort to a finding of a lack of candor. 
Also in February, an HDO has been issued to Snake River Radio, LLC, licensee of KPCQ AM, Chubbuck, Idaho. In this case, the station was silent for over 80% of the time that Snake River held the license. This includes the practice of going silent for a year, filing a resumption for a few days, and then going silent again. This was done twice over a three-year consecutive period. On March 8, an initial status conference was held in the revocation case of Roger Wall licensee of WQZS-FM, Myersdale, Pennsylvania. The conference established a schedule of deadlines with completion of discovery not due until September and other deadlines going through mid-December. As previously reported, the licensee of WQZS is being considered for revocation due to a previous felony conviction for revenge porn related activity. On April 1, REC Networks will be launching a new version of our Easy Forms tool. Easy Forms are currently used by LPFM stations to request us to do work for them related to license renewals as well as license to cover and modification of license applications. The new Easy Forms system will be in a single page format. And like the current system, it'll be in the form of mainly yes, no questions. The system will use that information to determine whether an FCC application can be filed and pass that information on for the handling process. The new EasyForm system will not just support LPFM stations, but will also be expanded to full-service non-commercial and commercial FM stations as well as FM translators. For LPFM stations, the new EasyForm system will not just handle license to cover and modification of license applications, but will also support other application types such as same-site channel change, assignment, and transfer of control applications. For all supported FM services, Easy Forms can be used to request silence, resume operations, and make administrative updates. The new Easy Forms will also have seasonal functionality to support the filing of biennial ownership reports and national periodic tests of the emergency alert system. The legacy Easy Form system will continue to operate until March 31, a day before the filing deadline for the last cycle of radio renewal applications in Pennsylvania and Delaware. FCC Today. FCC Today, the podcast is available through Podbean, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, Spotify, and other great places where you get your podcasts. For Media Bureau updates in real time, visit FCC.today. This has been a production of REC Networks. Always on, even when our podcasts aren't, at RECnet.com. I'm Michelle Bradley, SPE Certified Broadcast Technologist. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. REC. REC.